Hi, my name is Dan Ariely, and welcome to Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast about science. Every week, I will talk to one researcher about one project who have a chat about what they found and what it means for our lives. Dan's guest this week is Leif Van Bowen, Assistant Professor of Marketing at the Johnson School of Management at Cornell University. So, I'm sitting here with Leif Van Bowen. That's a, that's a funny name. Where, where did you get this name? My family is Dutch. That explains the last name. My parents were hippies. That explains the first name. Okay, so I'm sitting here with a hippie Dutch uh, psychologist, one of my favorite psychologists, I may say. And we're here in uh, Ithaca, New York, uh, having dinner with some other folks. We'll ignore them for now. And um, Leif, I wanted to talk a little bit about the elections and what uh, some of your thoughts and research about the, the divide in American politics. So what do you have to say about that? I'll tell you about a couple of studies. So um, the first one we started doing in response to Hurricane Katrina, and we were in, interested in emotional reactions and how those emotional reactions um, might exacerbate or reduce political polarization. So, so the reaction of the people who are actually suffering from this? No, pe- uh, among the American populace. So people were very upset about Hurricane Katrina. Uh, some of them were very sad. Some of them were very angry. And so we became interested in how those emotional reactions might influence people's evaluations, their assessments of how the government was responding. Okay, so this was sadness and, and disappointment with the government, not with the hurricane. With the go- Well, it's both. So, so let, me, let me back up a little bit. It's very clear that Democrats and Republicans have very different views about how well the government responded to Hurricane Katrina. You mean that somebody actually thinks the government was okay in this disaster? Yes, Republicans. Do you have evidence for this? Yes, we asked them. So Unbelievable. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately. Um, so re- Republicans think the Bush administration did a much better job dealing with Hurricane Katrina than Democrats think. Well, m- much better is different than did a good job. Do they think they actually did a good job? They rate them positively. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But in, in addition, to, which I don't think is very surprising because there's a lot of research showing that um, people's evaluations are influenced by their ideologies. What we were interested in was this additional layer of how emotional reactions might moderate these politically polarized evaluations. Um, And so in one of the studies that we did, we actually built on uh, work that Jen Lerner and Larissa Tiedens had done looking at the effects of anger on information processing and judgment and decision-making. So in one of the studies, we made people angry uh, by thinking about, asking them to think about uh, personal events from their lives that made them angry. So none of these really had to do with Hurricane Katrina. Other people were made sad by the same kind of method, asking them to think about events that had made them sad. So you got people to the lab, you asked some people to think about angry things and some people about sad things? Uh, Not not quite. This was a a mobile lab, so these were actually people at the um, motor vehicle office. So they're fairly representative of citizens in the state of Colorado. But, but so mobile, mobile lab, you don't mean that you moved around, but you went to the DMV and you basically asked people who were there already 
to think about things that made them angry, things that make them sad, and then you ask them what. And then we ask them to evaluate how good of a job the Bush administration did in dealing with Hurricane Katrina. And basically, Democrats said good thing, bad things, and Republicans said good, bad things, but what else? So generally, Republicans said good, Democrats said bad, but that was much more true when people had been made angry compared with when they had been made sad. So, so angry Democrats were more upset than happy Democrat uh, than sadder Democrats, and angry Republicans were even more happy with Bush than sad Republicans. Absolutely. Wow. So this means that that the, the strategy for Bush is to make the Republicans angry. Yes. Wow. Yes. Is is uh, you think you, uh, have you been advising him? <laughs> <It's> no. <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> But, but it's more than that because the people also um, perceived a sharper divide between Democrats and Republicans when they were angry compared with when they were sad. Wait, wait, wait. So, so wait, wait. Walk this down for me. So if people were angry, they thought that the divide between Democrats and Republicans, they, they thought what? That they disagree more? That they uh, are different people? What did they think? If people were angry, they thought that that there was a sharper divide between other Democrats and Republicans. Divide in terms of what? Disagreements? Personalities? In terms of their evaluation of the Bush administration's dealing with Hurricane Katrina. Okay, so angry people thought that the Democrats were, not just them, but they thought that the Democrats were more negative and the Republicans were more positive. And also, if they got angry, they thought this way as well. Yes, that's exactly right. So, so is it correct to think that people generally think that other people are angry? Or, or angrier? I don't know the answer to that. But, but it would fit the results, right? That other people just think that other people are angry, therefore they're more divided. I don't think that other people... I don't think that we actively think about how angry others are. I don't think that we think about anger as a, as a mediating mechanism for this kind of polarization. Okay, but nevertheless it works. So, so does that mean that if you wanted to get people to the polls, you need to make them angry? Uh, that's a good question, probably, because anger is a call to action in a way that sadness is not. But, but it, even, it even goes deeper. So, the, so these studies looked at um, what others refer to as incidental emotions, so emotions that have really nothing to do with, with the questions that you're asked. So we aroused their emotions in ways that had nothing to do with evaluating President Bush. Okay, so the, the incidental part means that you, you ask them to get emotions by thinking about something else, and then you saw what they transferred to the Bush issue. But you could, of course, make them angry or sad about Bush specifically. Yeah, and so it's exactly what we did in, in another study, um, also conducted with a fairly representative sample of um, American citizens. So we asked them specifically, what makes you angry about Hurricane Katrina or what makes you sad about Hurricane Katrina and the aftermath and then the government's dealing with it? Okay, so this time they were not just angry, they were angry and sad about the particular event that you're going to ask them about. About the particular event. And there what we found, and I think not surprisingly, is that Republicans... I'll, I'll tell you what's not surprising. You, you assume it's surprising for now. So uh, when people are angry, they are much more likely to seek blame. When Republicans are angry, 
Let me tell you the Democrats first. When the Democrats are angry, they are much more likely to say something of blaming the Bush administration for really screwing things up. Okay, that sounds very natural to me. That's very natural. When Republicans are angry, uh, they are much less likely than Democrats to blame the Bush administration. They also show a tendency to blame the victims themselves. So we see a lot of comments from Republicans who are angry about the victims of Hurricane Katrina not being smart about leaving the city. I see. But, but just to be clear, this is not angry versus happy. This is angry versus sad. So you're saying about people who are in negative emotions but feel angry. The Democrats blame Bush. The angry Republicans blame the victims. That's exactly right. And when they're sad, they tend to be sad. Democrats and Republicans tend to be sad about very similar kinds of issues. We're all, we're all sad the same way. We're just angry differently. Exactly. We're sad the same way. When we become angry, we become much more ideologically based in our anger. So, so do you believe that if we got the whole nation to be sad, people would vote more similarly and we got them to be angry, they will vote more differently? I don't know. I don't know. We, ha we have other data from large surveys showing that um, it's really when people feel extremely strongly about political issues that they perceive political divides. And it's not yet clear whether anger is exacerbating how strongly people feel about issues. So that when I get angry, I really feel strongly that, that Bush has done a terrible job. So, so it might be that anger and sadness work similarly, but, but the previous two experiments suggest that anger works more. I don't think it's that they work similarly, it's not, but it's rather not clear how it is that they work. So, but but is, it, is it fair to say that what's clear is we don't want people to be happy before they go to the election, that's, that negative emotions would get them to do better and perhaps anger would be even better than sadness? We don't want people to be happy. When people are happy, they're complacent, despite what others uh, might claim about happiness. And negative emotions are really a call to action. Um, and so anger has this funny place because in popular culture, you know, the, the film Mr. Smith Goes to Washington paints a very positive picture of anger because it causes citizens to stand up for their rights and so on. But the problem can be that it causes, anger causes us to think less carefully and to be more ideological in our thoughts and in our perceptions of other people. And so we perceive the political landscape as more polarized and we behave in more polarized ways. Okay, so maybe, maybe anger is good for the day of the elections, but not good for after that. You know, I, I, I feel angry and sad a lot, and, and it's the first time that I, think go I feel good about it. It might be actually be some positive uh, in some way. You should feel good about feeling angry. Very good. Now, do you want another glass of wine, maybe to f make us feel better? No, thank you. Leif, thank you very much. Thanks. This has been Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast with Dan Ariely, professor of behavioral economics at Duke University. Learn more at research.duke.edu.